0: Luke chapter 1. Introduction. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who, from the first, were eyewitnesses and servants of the Lord. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. The word of John the Baptist foretold. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all of the Lord's commands and the priests blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by Lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for a burning... He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and the, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit of empower power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children, and the disobedient to the, to, to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure this? I am an old man, and my life is well in a years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God, and I, have to see and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens. Because you did not believe my words, which will come through at the appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, and for five months, remained in seclusion. The Lord has done peace for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, We thank you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly disturbed at this words and wondered what kind of that this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will receive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary, asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Holy High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered, May your word to be be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby lived in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb, leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Mary's song. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote his name is John. Immediately his mouth was open, and his tongue was set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wonderful wondered about it, asking what then is this child going to be, for the Lord's hand was with him. to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days and you my child will be called a prophet of the most high for you will go before the lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sin because of the tender mercy of god by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace and the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. Luke, chapter two, the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Renius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from The town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for a baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, she wrapped in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people today in the town of david a Savior has been born to you he is the messiah the lord this will be assigned to you you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising god and saying glory to god in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests when the angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they heard of and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary touched up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying, praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when he was tempted to crucify as a child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Jesus presented in the temple. When the time came for a purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of dozen dozen or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout; He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple, of course. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the Lord required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, the child, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising many in Israel and to be a sign that we be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that moment, very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong, he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. The Boy Jesus at the Temple Every year, Jesus' parents, parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of class over. When he was twelve years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, and while his parents were running to their, returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking that he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Did you know I had to be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to the Nazareth and... Then and was obedient to them, but his mother rescued all these things in her heart, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Luke chapter 3 John the Baptist prepares the way. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrach of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Utheria, and Trachonitis, and Zasanias, tetrach of Abilene, joined their high priesthood of Annas and Caipas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the country and more around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet. A voice of one calling the wilderness prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight, the rough way is smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. John, John said to the seller, I was coming out to be gotten by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good food is cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? The crowd asked. John answered, Anyone who has two shares should share with the one who has not, and anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized teachers. They asked, What should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? If I don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely, be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them, All, I baptize you with water, but no but one who is more powerful than I will come the shot. The straps of those sandals are not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His new winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his stretching floor and gather the wheat into his form. But he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the goodness to them. But when John rebuked Herod the because of Jesus, his marriage to Herod, just his brother's wife, and all the other things, other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He jacked up he locked John up in prison. The Baptism and the genealogy of Jesus. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mattathias. the son of the son of Levi, the son of Melchie, the son of Chani, the son of Joseph, the son of Matatias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esnid, the son of Nagai, the son of Maat, the son of Matatias, the son of Simeon, the son of Joseph, the son of Jodah, the son of Joanna, the son of Ressa, the son of Jerubabel, the son of Jerub of the son of Mary, the son of Melchie, the son of Adi, the son of Kosan, the The son of Ermadan, the son of Er, the son of Joshua, the son of Eleazar, the son of Jorim, the son of Matha, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonah, the son of Elakim, the son of Meleah, the son of Bena, the son of Matata, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Zalma, the son of Nashon, the son of Aminadah, the son of Ram. Son of Hezra, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Pele, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arpasad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Kenah, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Look, chapter 4 Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Jesus full of the Holy Spirit left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness for forty, for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days and at the end of them he was hungry. He was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this not to become bread. Jesus answered, It's written, man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him and in his distance all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and spend that it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want. If you worship me, it will, be, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands to, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, He said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus rejected at Nazareth. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in the synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on, Sabbath, on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the Place where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news of the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing all spoke well of him and were amazed at the wishes words that came from his lips isn't this joseph's son they asked you said to them surely you call this proverb to me decision heal yourself and you will heal me do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum.' truly i tell you he except in his hometown i assure you that there were many th- widows in israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow Zarephath in the region of Sidon, and there were many in Israel who In the time of Elijah the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only in the the Syrian. All the people in the city were furious when they heard this, they got up, drove him out of the town, and looked and took him in to and took him to the bow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Jesus dragged out and in spirit. Then he went down to Capernaum at the town in Galilee and on the Sabbath he talked to people. They were baptized at his teaching because his words had authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon and he spirit he cried out at the top of his voice. Go away, what do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy spirit, One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly, come out of him. Then the demons drew the man down before them and all and came out without, without, injuring them, without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are. With authority and power he gives orders to impure spirits and he came out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Jesus heals many. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother in law was suffering from high fever. And they asked Jesus to help her. So he went over and rebuked the the fever and he left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. At sunset the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness and laying his hands on each one healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent, and he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Luke chapter 6, Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. One Sabbath. Jesus was going to the grain fields and his disciples began to pick some heads of wheat, grain, rubbed them in their hands, and ate the kernel. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you ever Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God. And taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for peace to eat. And he also gave the, some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching and the man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to abuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and, stay in, and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely destroyed. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law refused and began to discuss with one another what they might do to teach Jesus, the twelve apostles. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them who also designated apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Blessings and moves. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and be healed of their diseases, Rejoice in the day and live for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Love for enemies. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless you. Those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes advantage, takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be paid in full but love your enemies, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind of grateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Judging others. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will not and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for with the measure you use it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. If in the blind lead the blind Will they not both fall into a pit. The student is not about the teacher but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speckled sodas in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when you yourself fall, fail to see the plank in your own eye, you hypocrite, first take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. A tree and its fruit. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from torn bushes or grapes from beers. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The wise and foolish builders. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. When a flood came, the torrent, struck those, the, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it, because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. Luke chapter 5 Jesus calls his first disciples. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret. The people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid from now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Jesus heals with a man with leprosy. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. And willing, he said, Be clean, and immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus up- ordered him don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to him, hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew Jew to lonely places and prayed. Jesus forgives and heals a man paralyzed. One day, Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men care, came, carrying a paralyzed man on a mat, and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this, because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I I tell you, Get up, take your mouth, and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, "We have seen remarkable things today." Jesus calls Levi and eats with sinners. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. "Follow me," Jesus said to him, and Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of creditors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who belonged to them, said, complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with taxpayers and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus questioned about fasting. They said to him, Just disciples, open fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours to go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise they will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise the new wine will burst the skins. Wine will run out and the wine case will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into the new wine skins, and no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say the old is better. Luke chapter 7 The Fate of the Centurion When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion's servant, whom his master ha- valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, This man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I need. I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed, for I myself am a man under authority and with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following... Him, He said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the man, then the man who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Jesus raised a widow's son. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nine, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her and said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier. They were carrying him on, and the bearer stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us. They said, God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country, Jesus and John the Baptist. just disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to ask to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? At that very time Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind received sight, the lame walked, those who have of are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No. Those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury and in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of Woman, there is no one greater than yeah, than John, yet the one who is listening in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people, even the tax collectors, when they heard Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John. Jesus went to say, To what? Then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the fight for you. you did not dance we sang a dirge and you did not cry for john the baptist came neither eating bread or drinking wine and you say he has a demon the son of man came eating and drinking you say he is a glut here is a glutton and a drunkard a friend of tax collectors and sinners but wisdom is proved right by all her children jesus anointed by a sinful woman when one of the pharisees invited jesus to have dinner with him he went to the pharisee's house and reclined at the table a woman in the town who lived in a, a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisees' house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When a the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were not a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him five hundred denarii and the other fifty. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. She did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown, but whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Luke chapter 8 the Parable of the Sower. After this Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him and also some women who had been cur- cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene from whom seven demons had come out, Joanna the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means while a large crowd was gathering. People were coming to Jesus from town after town. He told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed, as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, it was trampled on, and the birds ate it up, some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture, other seeds fell on more thorns, which grew up with it, and choked the plants, till other seeds fell on good soil, it came up, and feeded a crop a hundred times more than was sown, when he said this, he called out, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables so that though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky mountain, rocky ground, those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who will be here, but as they go on way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and a good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. A Lamp on the Stand No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on the stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have even what they think they have will be taken from them. Jesus' mothers and brothers. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him your mother and brothers are standing outside when they to see you. He replied, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it it took practice. Jesus comes the storm. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, they fell asleep. A squall came down in the lake, so that the boat was being swamped. And they were in great danger. His disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In, in the basement they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Jesus is towards a demon-possessed man. They sailed to the region of Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stopped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the High God? I beg you, don't torture me, for Jesus has commanded the pure spirit. To come out of the man. Many times she had seized him, and though he was changed And though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard. He had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus' ability not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. And those standing in the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. And when they, when they came to see to, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had not had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear, so he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Jesus raised a dead girl and healed a sick woman. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fed Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl, about twelve was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him Woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him, touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When the all denied it, Peter said, Master, people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touch me. I know the power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader, your daughter is dead. He said, don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the children, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were waiting and warning for her. Stop waiting, Jesus said. She is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead, but she took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and once she stood up, then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Luke chapter 9. Jesus says of the twelve, when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, Take nothing for a journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt, whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. Now here the talk heard about all that was going on and he was perplexed because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead and others that Elijah had appeared and still others that one of the prophets of the Lord had come back to life. But Herod said, I beheld John, who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. Jesus feeds the five thousand. When the apostles returned, they reported what they had done. Then he took them with him and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. When the crowds turned about and followed him, he welcomed them and spoke with them about the healing of God and healed those who need healing. Late in the afternoon, the crowd came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging because we are in a remote place here. He replied, you give them something to eat and then I said, We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. All five thousand men were there. But he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. The disciples did so, and everyone sat down, taking the five, five loaves and the, and the two fish, and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces that were left over. Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. Once, when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? He replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of the Lord God has come back to life. But what about you? He asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus predicts his death. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone, and he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and must be killed and altered to be raised to life. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or profit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the Holy Angels. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. So the transmigration. creation. But in this, after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up into a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes as, light, as a flash of lightning two men Moses and Elijah appeared in glory. when they were talking with Jesus they spoke about his departure which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem Peter and his companions were very sleepy but when they become uh, became fully awake they saw his glory and the two men standing with him as the men were living Jesus Jesus Peter said to him master it is good for us to be here let us put up three shadows one for you one for Moses one for Elijah he didn't know what he was saying While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid. As they entered the cloud, a voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone, that the help was kept distance themselves, and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Jesus healed the demon possessed possession. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him, and a man. In the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, who is my only child. Spirit sees him and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsion so that he forms at the mouth. It, it scares, scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I beg your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. You unbelieving, perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Meanwhile, the boy was coming. The demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion, but Jesus rebuked the emperor's Healed the boy and gave him back to his father and they were all amazed at the greatest of God. Jesus predicts his death a second time. While everyone was wondering at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen to what I am about to tell you. The son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of man, but they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them so that they did not grasp it. And they were afraid to ask him about it. And an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me for it is the one who is this among you who all who is the greatest. Master said John, we saw someone driving a demon in your name, and he tried to stop him because he was not one of us. Then stop him, Jesus said, Whoever is not against you is for you. Samaritan opposition as the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem, and he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus, returned. But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then his disciples went to another village. The cows were following Jesus. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have danced and birds have danced, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Luke chapter 10, Jesus sends out the seventy-two, After this the Lord appointed seventy-two others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore does send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house first, say, Peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there your peace will rest on them if not it will return to you stay there eating and drinking whatever they give you for the worker the services wages. just not move around from house to house when you enter a town and welcome it what is offered to you heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of god has come near to you when you enter a town and are not welcome go into the streets and say even the dust of your town we wire from our feet as a warning to you yet be sure of this the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you it will be more dis- bearable on the day, that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Besida, wo- For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performing in tyrancy, then they would have rep- t- repented long ago of sitting in sockets and ashes. But it will be more bearable for tyranny at the, the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go to Hades. Whoever listens to you this is to me whoever rejects you rejects me but whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me the 72 hundred 72 returned with joy and said lord even the demons submit to us in your name hereby i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven i have given you authority to trample snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy not even harm you however do not rejoice that spirit, submit to you but rejoice that your names are written in heaven at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, "I praise you, Father, Lord, and of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yet, yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who is the Father's Son except is except the Father, who, and no one knows who the who the Father." except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but, you did, but did not hear it. The parable of the Good Samaritan. On one occasion an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus' teachers, asked, What must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law here? How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus, I do this, and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, pass passed by on the other side. But the Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds for him on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them, and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was the neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the Lord replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. At the home of Martha and Mary, just Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has sent me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, that few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen that what is better, it will not be taken away from her. Luke, chapter 11, Jesus' teaching on prayer. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, One of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me, the door is already locked and my children are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, Ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be open. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish will give him a snake instead, or if he asks for an egg will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus and Beelzebub. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute when the demon left. The man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, By Beelzebub the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against itself, how can his kingdom destile? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebul. Now if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your followers drive them up? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe, but when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not scatter with me scatters. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself and they go in and live there, and the final condition of that person is worse than the first. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you. He replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey the sign of Jonah. As the crowds increased, Jesus said, This is a wicked generation, it asked for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so also will the Son of Man be to this generation. The queen of the south will arise at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here, the lamp of the body. No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl instead they put it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. your eye is the lamp of your body when your eyes are healthy. your whole body is also full of light but when you are, but when they are unhealthy your body also is full of darkness. See to it that see to it then that the light within you is not darkness. therefore if your whole body is full of light and no part of it dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. Woes on the Pharisees and the experts in the law. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him, so he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people, do not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now, as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor, and everything will be clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you give God a tenth of your meat." Rue and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice in the love of God, you should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the most seats in the synagogues and respectful greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, because you are like unmarked graves which people walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things you insult us also, Jesus replied. And you experts in the law, woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves do not lift a one finger to help them to you, because you built tombs for the prophets, and it was your ancestors who killed them. So you testified that you approve of what your ancestors did, they killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. Because of this, God in his wisdom said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and others they will persecute. Therefore, this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the beginning of the world, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible for it all. Go to you, experts in the law, because you have taken away the kingdom knowledge, you yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. And Jesus went outside the parishes and the teachers of the law, began to oppose him fiercely and to besiege him questions, waiting to catch him in something that he might say. Luke chapter 12, Warnings and Encouragements Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered, so that they were trampling on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, saying, Be on your guard against the use of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that can do no more. But I will show you. Whom you should fear, fear him who after your body has been killed has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God, but whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Parable of the rich fool Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell me better to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the Buddha's possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man, yielded a Buddha's harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I will do. I will tear down my forest and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grain, and I will say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid out for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then you who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. Do not worry. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, Do not worry about your life, what you eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the rivers, they do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God calls the grass of the field, which is here, today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he call to you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Don't be afraid that the flock for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions. Give to the poor. provide for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail. Where no thief comes near and no amount destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Watchfulness. Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It is good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. through that tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table and we'll come and wait on them. It is good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the cliff was coming, he would not have left Let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming. He de- and he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the other believers. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been amused, trusted with much, much more will be asked. Not peace, but division. I have come to bring fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism to undergo, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother in law against daughter in law and daughter in law against mother in law, interpreting the times. He said to the crowd, When you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say it's going to rain, it does. And when the south wind blows, you say it's going to be hot and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret how to interpret the areas of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right us? you are going with your adversary to the magistrate. Try hard to be reconciled on the way, or your adversary may drag you off to the judge, and the judge turn you over to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. Luke Chapter 13 Repent or perish Now there were some present at the time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those eighteen who died with the tower in San long time them. Do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told you this parable. Man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I have been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year, and I'll dig around it and fertilize it if it bears fruit next year fine if not then cut it down. Jesus heals a crippled woman on the Sabbath. On the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and this is straightened up and praised God, indignant, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath the entire ox or dump, keep it on the stall, and leave it out to give it water? Then should that this woman, daughter Abraham, in whom Satan has kept bound for eighteen long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. The parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and birds burst in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough, the narrow door. The Jews went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door. Because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, we ate and drank with you and you talked in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evil doers. There will be weeping there. And national you tip when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. But you yourselves to out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their place of the peace in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first and the first who will be last. Jesus sorrowful for Jerusalem. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox. I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. In any case, I must press on today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have long who gathered your children together as a hand gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate, I tell you. You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Luke chapter 14, Jesus at the Pharisee's house. On one Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from a normal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the place of one at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host will be invited, both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. Then humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place so that when your host comes, you will say to you, friend, move out to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers and sisters, your relatives, and rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the people, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed, although they cannot repay you. You will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The parable of the great banquet. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the one who will eat at the peace in the kingdom of God. Jesus replied, a certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field and I must go and see it. Excuse, excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five of oxen and I am on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. So another said, I'm, I just got married so I came home. The servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered the servant, Walking into the streets and alleys of the town, and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told the servant, go out to the roads and country lanes, and compare them to going in, so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. The cause of being a disciple. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, if... Anyone comes to me, does not hate father and mother, wife and children, and brothers, yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple, and whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower, won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Or if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king, won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able to? Build? 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 10,000, if he is able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off, and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soul nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Look, chapter 15 the parable of the lost sheep now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear jesus but the pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered this man welcomes sinners and eats with them then jesus told them this parable suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it and when he finds it he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says rejoice with me i have found my lost sheep i tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. The parable of the lost coin. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she like a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The parable of the lost son. Jesus is continuing. There was a man who had two sons, the younger one, said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there was countries for of wealth involved living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to report your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father, and he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with the passion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Son said to him, "Father, I have sinned against heaven against you, and no longer worthy to be called your son." But the father said to his servants, "Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened cup and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again; he was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what." What's going on? Your brother has come, your brother, and your father has killed the and calf because he has come back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in, so his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I have been saving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could serve it with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, prostitutes come home and kill the fattening calf for him. My son and father said, You are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this part of yours was dead and it's alive again. It was lost, in his Luke chapter 16, the power of the shoot manager. Jesus told his disciples, There was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he called him in and asked him, What is this I hear about you? Give him an account of your management, because you cannot be manage any longer. The manager said to himself, What shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm ashamed to beg, I know what I'll do, so that when I lost my job here, people will welcome me into their houses. So he called in each one of his master's debtors. He asked the first, how much do you owe my master? 900 gallons of olive oil, he required. The manager told him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 450. Then he asked the second, how much do you owe? "A 1,000 bushels of wheat, he required. He told him, take your bill and make it 800. The master commended this honest manager because he had actually, for the people of this world, I moved true in dealing with your own kind and are the people of the light. Like. I tell you, this words you want to gain friends versus yourselves, because when it is gone you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little and will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been worthy with someone else's poverty, who will give you poverty of your own? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both money, both God and money. Pharisees who love money hear all this. And when Jesus said to them, you are the ones who justify for yourselves in the eyes of others. But God knows your hearts, but people highly highly is to work in God's sight. Additional teachings. The Lord and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good of the kingdom of God is being preached, and everyone is forcing their way into it. It's easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the least stroke of a parent to drop out of the law. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery, and the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. The rich man and Lazarus. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and wine linen and lived in luxury every day. At this gate was laid a beggar and new Lazarus, covered with sores, and only to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died, and angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades, where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, repeat to me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, because I am in agony in this fire. And Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your life that you receive your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place, so those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Ab- Lazarus to my family, for I have brought five brothers, let him warn them, so they will not ca- also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets said, so Listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, But if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not listen to Moses in the purpose, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Luke chapter 17 Sin, fate, duty Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a milestone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in the day, and seven times come back to you, saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this small bird tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you has a servant flowing and looking after the sheep, but he said to the servant when he comes in from the field. Come along now and sit down to eat. Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink. After that you may eat and drink. Will thank the servant, because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Jesus heals ten men with leprosy. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him, they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, hear us to the priest, and as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The coming of the kingdom of God. Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed. Nor will people say, Here it is, or There it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to his disciples, The time is coming when you will will long to see one of the days of the Son of man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, There he is, or Here he is they would go running off after them, for the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning, which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just it was in the days of Noah, so also it will be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling and building, but the day that left Sodom, fire and silver rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them, but likewise no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left two will be grinding grain together one will be taken and the other left where lord they ask your pride where there is a dead body there the vultures will gather luke chapter 18. the parable of the persistent widow then jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up he said in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about what people thought. And there was a widow in the town who kept coming to him with a plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice such that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones, who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. To some who were confident in their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I pass twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his presence and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. The little children, Jesus. People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them, but Jesus called the children to him and said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. the rich in the kingdom of God. A certain ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. All this I have kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, then come follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad, because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who hear this ask, Who then can be saved? Jesus replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Peter said to him, We have left all we had to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus said to them, No one who has left home or why, poor brothers or sisters or parents or children, for the sake of the kingdom of God, we fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. Jesus predicts his death a third time. Jesus took the twelve aside and told them, We are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, and spit on him. They will flog him and kill him. On the third day he will rise again. The disciples did not understand any of this. Its meaning was hidden from them and did not know what he was talking about. A blind beggar receives his sight. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and found Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. Luke chapter 19, Zacchaeus, the tax collector. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. The parable of 10 Minas. While they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minas, put this man to work and said, Until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. The first one came and said, Sir, Yamina has earned 10 more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied, because you have been just worthy a very small matter to take charge of 10 cities. The second came and said, Sir, Yamina has earned 5 more. His master answered, you take charge of 5 cities. Then another servant came and said, Sir, here's your mina, I have kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you are a hard man, you take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. This master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man, taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on the deposit so that when I came back I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, take his mina away from me and give it to the one who has ten minas. He said, He already has ten. He replied, I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, but as for the one who has nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. Jesus comes to Jerusalem as king. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached that page in Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them, and as they were untying the coat, the owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw the coats on the cloak, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road they came near the place where the road goes down the mother the, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. This is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, debuke your disciples. I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached, they saw the city. He wept over it and said, "If you even you had only known this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground. You and the children within your walls they will not leave one another, one stone on another, because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you." Jesus at the temple. When Jesus entered the temple courts he began to drive out those who were selling it is written he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching at the temple, but the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the leaders among the people were trying to kill him, yet they could not find any way to do it, because all the people hung on his words. Luke chapter 20 One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaimed the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law together with the elders came up to him, tell us, by what authority you are doing these things. They said, who gave you this authority? He said, I will also ask you a question, tell me. John's baptism, was it he from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, if you say from heaven, he will ask. Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, we don't know where it was from. They said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, breaded it to some flowers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants, so they could, would give him some of the food of the vineyard, but the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they bit and threw the and sent away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son, my whom I love, Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the hair. they said, Let's kill him, the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. Jesus looked directly at them and said, Ask. Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on the stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. The teachers of the law and the chief priests looked for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken this parable against them, but they were afraid of the people. Paying taxes to Caesar, keeping close watch on him, they spent spies upon it to be sincere. They hope to catch Jesus in something he says, that they might hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So Spice questioned him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach what is right, and that you do not show personality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denial who's in which inscription are on Caesar's there, but he said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. They were unable to trap him in what he had said there in public. In astonishment, by his they became silent. The resurrection of marriage. Some of the Sadducees who said there is no resurrection came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if you a know, man's brother dies and lives a wife and not children, the man must marry the widow and raise up. Hosping for his brother now. There were seven brothers the first one married a woman and died childless the second and then a third married her in The same way that seven died leaving no children finally the woman died too now then at the resurrection Whose wife will she be since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied the people of this age marry and are given in marriage But those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead Will neither marry nor be given in marriage and they can no longer die, for they are like the angels, they are God's children. Since so says, They are children of the resurrection, but in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the Lord responded, Well said, teacher, and no one dared to ask him any more questions. Well, whose son is the Messiah? Then Jesus said to them, Why is it said that the messiah is the son of David. David. David himself declares the book in the book of Psalms. The Lord said my Lord sit on my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? Warning against the teachers of the Lord. While well, all the people were listening Jesus said to his disciples, beware of the teachers of the Lord. They like to walk around in flowing rooms and love to be greeted with respect in the marketplace and have the tight most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor of the banquet of uh, banquets the divorce, widow's houses and for sure that make land in these this man will be punished most severely look chapter 21 as jesus looked up he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury he also saw a poor widow put in two small, very small copper coins truly i tell you he said this poor widow has put in more than all the others all these people gave their gifts Out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty, but put in all she had to live on. The destruction of the temple and signs of the end times. Some of the disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, "As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown to down." Teacher, they asked, "When will these things happen, and what will be the sign that they are about to take place?" He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will not rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and people, events, and great signs from heaven. And before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison and you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name and so you will bear testimony to me but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you defend yourselves for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your others will be able to resist or contradict you will be betrayed even by parents brothers and sisters relatives and friends and they will put some of you to death everyone will hate you because of me but not the hair of your head will perish stand firm and you will win life When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let those in the city get out, and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment in fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against these people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars on the earth. Nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faith from terror, apprehensive of what is coming of the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. And at that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because the temperature is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees when these sprout leaves you can see for yourselves and now know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with the carousing, drunkenness, and anxieties of life and that they will close on you like a trap for it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the son of man each day jesus was teaching at the temple and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the mount of olives and all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple Luke chapter 22, Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Now the festival of leavened bread called the Passover was approaching, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve, and Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present, the Last Supper. Then came... The day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed, Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asked, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished, make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his disciples declined at the table and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks he said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you, to do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you, but the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The son of man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest. And the one who rules like the one who serves for who is greater the one who is at the table or the one who serves this is not the one who is at the table but i am among you as one who serves you are those who have stood by me in my trials and i confer on you a kingdom just as my father conferred one on me so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the thrones judging the twelve tribes of israel simon simon satan has asked me has asked us if all of you are sweet, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail, and when you have turned back, send in your brothers, but he replied, Lord I am ready to go with you to prison and to the, Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster cross today, you will deny three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse back or santos did you know anything nothing the answer he said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it and also a bag, and if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. it is written and he was numbered with the transgressors, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is preaching his fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough for your prayer. Jesus prays on the Mount of Olives. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone straw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and at him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he arose from prayer and went back to his disciples, he found him asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them, Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Jesus, arrested. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When jesus followers saw what was going to happen they said lord should we strike with our swords and one of them struck the servant of the high priest cutting off his right ear but jesus answered not no more of this and he touched the man's ear and healed him then jesus said to the chief priests the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him am i leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs every day i was with you in the temple course and you did not lay a hand on me but this is your hour when darkness reigns peter disowns jesus Then, seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance, and when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard, and had sat down together. Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I'm not. Peter replied, About an hour later, Another asserted, "Certainly, this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean." Peter replied, "Man, I don't know what you are talking about." Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The guard mocks Jesus. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy, who hit you?" As they said many other insulting things to him. Jesus before Pilate and Herod, At daybreak the council of the elders of the people. Both the chief priests and the teachers of the world met together and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on the Son of Man will be seated on the right hand of the, of the mighty God. They will ask, are you then the Son of God? If you say that I am. Then they said, why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. Luke chapter 23. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Messiah king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests in the crowd a final basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted he steers up the people all over Judea by his teaching. He started in Galilee. It has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod was also in Jerusalem at the time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate, that they Herod and Pilate became friends, and before this they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, "We brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. I address Herod, for he sent him back to us, as you can see, as yes, that nothing deserved death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him." But the whole crowd shouted, "Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us!" Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. One to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For a third time, spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for a death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouting, he instantly demanded that he be crucified and their shouts be revealed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder. Then one they asked whether Jesus to their will. The crucifixion of Jesus. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem do not weep for me, weep for yourselves and for your children, for the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless woman, the wounds that never bore and the breast that never murdered Then they will say to the mothers, Follow on us and to the hills cover us. Or if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to a place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals. One on his right, the other on left. Jesus said, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing." And and they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He he saved others, let him save himself, he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung their insults at him, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him, Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The death of Jesus, it was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. Where the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands a commitment, spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. And all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place. They beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things, the burial of Jesus. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good man, upright, a good and upright man would not concerned to the decision in action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for a kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus but Then he took it down, wrapped it in nine-and-cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The woman who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb, and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment luke chapter 24 jesus has risen on the first day of the week very early in the morning the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb they found the stone rolled away from the tomb but when they entered they did not find the body of the lord jesus while they were wondering about this suddenly two men clothes the gleam like lightning stood beside them in their fright the woman bowed down with their faces to the ground but the men said to them why do you look for the living among the dead. He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The son of man must be delivered over to the house of sinners, because on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the woman, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw strips of linen lying by themselves, and then he went away wondering to himself what had happened. On the road to Emmaus, now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their face downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened this there in these days what things he asked about Jesus of Nazareth they replied he was a prophet powerful in word and deed before God and all the people the chief priests and our rulers wanted in over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him but we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel and was and what is more, it is a third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they didn't see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem, where they found the eleven, and those with them assembled together, and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen, and has appeared to Simon. That then the two told what had happened in the way, and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. They said to them, He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet, it is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of the Moses, the prophets and the psalms then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures he told them this is what is written the messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and the presence of forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at jerusalem you are witnesses of these things i am going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been caught with power from on high the ascension of jesus when he had led them out to the vicinity of bethany he lifted up his hands and blessed them while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and stayed continually at the temple, praising God.